Hi everybody, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of four books, host of two PBS specials, here today to talk about the concept of healthy boundaries, a subject that has been discussed a lot in the past and I think for good reason. However, what I always like to do is bring new information, a new take to the perspective of whatever I am helping you with. And this particular concept of healthy boundaries, I think, is really an important one to come at from a different perspective. Because when most people talk about healthy boundaries, they're talking about keeping someone out or keeping someone from doing something to them. And while that's understandable and certainly a good idea if someone's trying to do that, the concept of trying to stop something or keep someone out requires that we worry about that, requires that we be concerned that if we don't keep them out, bad things will happen. For those of you who have followed my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know this actually requires us to engage a very specific part of the brain, this lower 20% of the brain that limits us to either fight, keeping them out, or flight, running away from them. I like to come from the upper 80% of the brain, which means it's really not about what we're trying to stop or prevent what we're trying to start or create. Because the creative part of the brain, this upper 80%, is what I like to call the top of the mind, and it is the part of the brain that allows us to access our best regardless of the situation. So how can we look at healthy boundaries from this part of the brain? Well, there's a quote that I'm sending out this week, and it's from my close friend, business partner, and IT guru, Steve Butler. He says, Setting healthy boundaries may require that we reclaim personal properties that we may have unwittingly deeded to others in the past. See, I like that concept of setting healthy boundaries by reclaiming personal properties. So it's not so much of what we're trying to keep out or what we're trying to stop. It's taking responsibility for those personal properties, reclaiming the deed to those. We own those. We are responsible for those. You know, like the boundary of a state. Could be just a river. It doesn't have to be a fence that keeps people out. Could be just a boundary that says, in here, I am responsible. I am the one that determines what values uh, guide behavior. I am the one that uh, makes a decision about who comes in and who doesn't. So now we are not just trying to keep people out. We are making a very clear statement about what this particular personal property is all about. Take our health, for example. How often in the past have we deeded that to others? Yes, please take care of me. We talk about that to an organization. Maybe another person. If you take care of me, I'll take care of you. But they don't really know what we need. They don't really know what is required for us to be healthy. We do, and we've got to reclaim that responsibility. When we do, we can do that in this very healthy way because we know exactly what we need to be healthy. The concept of the qualities and characteristics that we bring to a relationship or the kind of relationship that we create. What does that personal property look like? Who do we let in? Do they share our values? Do they share our vision of what a relationship looks like? If so, terrific. Then we let them in, we co-create the relationship, and everything's good. If not, then maybe they need to co-create a relationship somewhere else with someone else who has different vision or different values. So the idea of looking at who we are and reclaiming those personal properties, reclaiming responsibility for our happiness, our life, our success, so that we are the people that are making the rules in terms of what's important to us and what guides us in terms of our decisions, our emotions, 
and our behaviors. So, if you see some aspects of your life where, without really meaning to, unwittingly, you may have deeded that personal property to others in the past, let's reclaim that. Let's make sure we own that and take responsibility for it and begin to create the experience within that personal property in a way we would recommend to someone we love. When we do that, I think we bring that clarity, confidence, creativity, compassion to everything we do. We're accessing this upper 80% of the brain. And even if we make a decision that doesn't really work for us, we know what's going on. We can make another decision and move forward. I hope you're finding these videos valuable. I'm having a wonderful time bringing them to you. If so, please hit the like button. As you know, Google and YouTube really pay a lot of attention to that. If you have a comment or a question, leave it below. I will be notified. YouTube will let me know, and I will then kind of I'll respond to the comment and then certainly the question if you have one. I love to hear what you think about these videos. Please tell your friends. Post it on Facebook. Repost it if you like. Always. I'm always very flattered when people recommend me to their friends. If you have an organization, a professional association, a church or, a, or an organization that you think would, would benefit from my philosophy of life from the top of the mind around stress, communication, team building, dealing with difficult people, whatever, go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, hit the contact button, let me know what you're interested in, and we can certainly talk about that. In the meantime, here is to you bringing more clarity, confidence, and creativity to everything you do, including those personal properties. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.